Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Pods, where we are exploring together the topic of our Acorn Christian Healing Academy for the month around the demonic and strongholds. Last week, or the week before, Wes, if I get my dates right, we were looking at the devil and whether there's an Mm. equal power to God. We had a good discussion around what his plan is and the redemption works of God within his plan. It was really encouraging. But today we're going slightly more personal. We're thinking about our own ministry scenarios, our own discipleship journey. Um, We've been reflecting a little bit, haven't we, on on Luke chapter four, which is where Jesus is tested, I believe, in the wilderness um, by the enemy. So we were thinking, how do we defend ourselves? And some people have asked, when I'm under attack or I come under some pressure, um, how can we or how can I defend myself? So big, big discussion. Um, yeah. What are your initial thoughts when, when uh, we're thinking about getting attacked, Wes? What, what does that mean? OK, um, initial thought is this. One of Satan's major strategies is to get you to believe that you can't do anything about it. OK. OK, so it's like a juggernaut. It's just going to come and hit you and run over you. And that's it. And yeah. actually, that's a lie. And it's a, one of the major strategies that you have no power no means to withstand this and of course that's not a the message of of the new testament of the bible yeah and neither is it the example of jesus because in the story that you've just told about the temptations Mm. uh, it ends with i I love it it ends with that whole um, passage ends with these words and satan left him (laughs) right it wasn't and jesus walked away and found found a place to lie down with a bag over his head (laughs) actually it said satan left him because it was like okay i am defeated yeah that's that's the language and so you know from the from the, the the brilliant example of jesus and and because of that it gives us courage to say lord how do we do this that's that's my initial reaction yeah, thank you. Thank you. So that there's different ways that we're attacked, aren't there? Hmm. Um, and we talk about body, mind and spirit. Do you mind just diving in a little bit further? Yeah, into that? yeah I mean, that's great. And obviously that that comes out of the temptation story, the three temptations that are there and, yeah. and, and, and whatever. We get tempted in the realm of the flesh. OK, hmm. so uh, our appetites, our desires, the hmm. things that we want. Um, you know, I don't know. I doubt whether there's an Amazon culture in heaven. Um, you know, I, I want it and I want it now. But mm-hmm. of course, not just the, the, the getting things, but the things that we want to do that keep us separate and disconnected from God. OK. You know, and so I think part of that journey, whether it's relationships, whether it's a whole range of things that we get lured into and uh, you know gambling i mean you could just name a whole host of them yeah of stuff that that feed the appetite and of course it, interesting enough i was listening to somebody who's, who just said uh, recently that the um the drug the happy drug that is released in you um in the process of buying something is is not released when you get it it's actually released when you've ordered it Oh, interesting. So you go to Amazon and you buy a thing and you think, yes, we call it shopping therapy. Yes. Yeah. Right. But when the thing comes, you don't get the replay of that drug. 
that that high yeah it's just the thing okay oh, i got that right fine you know open the packet rip it open take your yeah. off, you know, and it's done okay so we get in the flesh uh, you know everything from um you know the seven deadly sins gluttony lust mm-hmm. selfishness you know, the whole range of them all the things that we could be avarice pride we get tempted by our our desires mm. you know the bible calls it the flesh the, the natural bit of us Mm. Uh, sex money power you know pick them um the next one we we would probably we certainly get attacked in the mind yeah and that's probably where you can see much more perhaps something you call a stronghold Um, a stronghold sort of is is regarded as a fortress you know that you you get uh, caught into you get locked into yeah but actually it's also a strong hold yeah okay stronghold yeah. same thing and so there are things that um grip our minds um i'm worthless i'm you know i'm 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 useless i'll mm. you know i'll never be anything better than this or i'm afraid or um you know a whole range of things beliefs about god god loves everybody but me i've had somebody say mm. that to me you know um and even in the realm of healing people a stronghold can be um i will always be this way yes yeah okay. um satan's biggest thing for adam and eve the gun you can't trust god there's a stronghold yeah okay um or god doesn't want to get involved in it and so there are things which we believe about ourselves we believe about god we believe about life we believe about others that haven't come from the loving heart of god but they hold us if you like, in a place that we can't get out of. There's a great, um, I don't know if you've watched Lord of the Rings, but there's a great moment when um, uh, Frodo gets caught in the spider's web in Shelob's lair, Ooh. in this spider's web, big, you know, gross spider. Yeah. And this little hobbit gets caught and he gets trapped in the spider's web. And he's like in a star shape on it and he can't move. Mm-hmm. That's a stronghold. You can't go forward, you can't go back, you can't go up, you can't go down, you can't go side, you can't move. This thing holds us, this belief system mm. holds us, and we can't move out of that. Mm. And then, of course, the other one is, is uh, in spirit, and that's where perhaps people would, you know, classically look at films like The Omen and The Exorcist yeah. and stuff and think, well, yes, there are some... Um, demonic malevolent spirits that can seek to so get hold of a person that in a sense they're not just pushing them around and bullying them but they are in them they've they've found a home in them to dominate and direct them in in things that they would not in in if you sent if put it this way in their right mind they wouldn't do yeah yeah absolutely so so they're the sort of things that you you would look uh body mind and spirit the flesh the mind Mm. spirit and for all of these things, they can start very small, can't they? Ooh, and, and then just grow and grow and grow. And it's interesting, you just mentioned about making a home. Um, I, I think that does often start small and, and you, you don't realise you're doing it until it's become a stronghold. No, you're absolutely right. And, and of course, you know, um, it, it's a bit like chocolate, isn't it? I'll just have one piece. Yes. <laughs> And then you find you've eaten the whole bar, you know, yeah. or whatever. And and of course that 
that's funny when it's you know kids and chocolate but mm. when when it comes down to um you know talking to somebody had one affair didn't last had another one had another one yeah. another one and of course now in a stronghold where you can't be faithful to anybody yeah you know and you think okay um mm. for instance do you know the people who don't trust people at all mm. do you know who they yeah. are they're people they're liars mm. a liar can't trust anybody but you can understand why can't you exactly yeah exactly and so you know when it when it something as simple as um just not even um uh, being, uh, taking money from work yeah you know starts a little thing yeah. or gambling it starts a little thing and in the end um you can't break free of it mm. and okay there's something that's holding you there so mm. they start small yeah yeah uh, so so what can we do if we're in what in a position like this well it's really interesting um um i i love i love people i love christians and this sounds odd it takes a lot of christians <laughs> but one of the things i love about this is the way that we can um take a little bit of the verse of the bible and sort of make it comfortable for us okay without really working out mm, hang on i mean something else you know <laughs> so for this, the verse that i would relate to is um John, one of Jesus' disciples, he's writing the story later on after Jesus died, recording this whole narrative. And um, in one of his, one of the, his gospel, he records Jesus saying, um, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. And I hear Christians quote that. And I think, ah, I agree with it. Absolutely. You know, it's in the Bible. OK, I'm going to do it. The problem is that they miss words like and then and but and therefore mm -hmm. okay with these conjunctions that connect the second part of the idea to the first yeah. part of the idea yeah. and there is a then then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free and the then is attached to the first part which is this to the jews who believed in him jesus said if you hold to my teaching you were really my disciples, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Mm -hmm. So knowing the truth and being free is connected to keeping Jesus' teaching and living it and being his disciple, if yeah, you see what I mean. I see. Which is why Satan's not free, although he knows truth. Oh. Satan yeah. knows more truth than anybody else does. Yeah. He knows the truth about me. He knows the truth about God. He knows the truth about the world, but yeah. he's not free because of the other bit so i put it this way what what do i have to do to know the truth and and jesus says you've got to keep to my teaching so it's clearly something to do with that and living as a disciple so i put those two things together mm -hmm. and it's just this i think we need to know what the word of god says what jesus says about the life we live and about who we are okay i think we need to know what that word means and then i think we need to know how that word works right okay so let me just take that back through okay yeah so we need to know for instance about um let's take a simple thing about um loving one another yeah okay? simple thing can't go wrong with that yeah so we actually we need to know what the bible says about loving one another 
we want to know need to know what that actually what it actually means yeah you know? so actually it's not if it's convenient or if you like the person or if you know they've given you a thousand pounds love them it doesn't mean that at all it means something else it means that love is unconditional yeah and we've got to live that's how god wants us to live and of course then the next thing is how does that work well it often works by um being merciful and generous and forgiving and kind to the people who wronged you mm. okay so the three levels what it says what it means and how it works and of course that sort of thing was how the disciples on quick revert here how the <laughs> disciples went out when jesus sent them out in matthew chapter 10 and he sent them out to heal the sick raise the dead cast out demons preach the gospel and ten, tell and tell people the kingdom of god has come Mm. there's the word so they knew as they went out what the word said how what it meant and how it was supposed to work mm. which is why they go out and do what jesus told them and come back to him and say jesus it worked <laughs> yeah. wow yeah, yeah the, the demons left the sick got healed people said <laughs> yes please to the kingdom of god why because they knew what the word jesus had said they knew what jesus meant and they knew how it worked yeah, that's that's really helpful, you know, for whatever is going on in our own lives and those that we're ministering to. Um, however, and we've come across this um, with people that we train at the academy, um, a lot of people aren't doing it, and it's not a criticism. Yeah. It's, a lot of it is just not having the the freedom to be able to perhaps do what we see saw the disciples doing. Mm. Um, so it does pose a question that we've heard before is like can I do this like mm. am I allowed to act like some of the first disciples I love that yeah. I mean <laughs> am I allowed to act up I mean, <laughs> you hear my mother saying you're always acting up um, um, <laughs> you see the real truth is um the disciples in the first century were no different from us except they probably wore open-toed sandals a lot yeah but actually they were still disciples of Jesus he still died on the cross for them. They still had his teaching. They still had to do what we have to do, which is walk in obedience to it. There was, there was nothing necessary, extra or easier for them. And, yeah. and there's nothing extra or easy for us. It's just the same. So I take the words that Jesus speaks to the disciples. So, for instance, you would say Jesus says to the disciples, love one another. And all the disciples today would say, absolutely, it's the word of Jesus. Mm. So Jesus says to the disciples, go out and pray for the sick, you know, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, preach the gospel, say the kingdom of God has come. Why is that different? Hmm. And so what I want to say is the things that the disciples were aware of is that Jesus had given them authority. That's the right and the means to act yeah. in his name. Yeah. They knew that when Jesus said, I give you my authority to go and do this he'd given them the right the permission mm. and the means to do it and it seems to me in the church we're less willing to accept and believe that in our own generation but yes in answer to your question yeah i think we are allowed to do what the disciples mm. did i don't think jesus started with the disciples and then went to disciple point <laughs> 2.1 and then and we're now on disciple 14.8 <laughs> I think Jesus said, we've got disciples. That's it. Let's get them to do what we were doing. Yeah. And it's amazing because recently we've been hearing through the 
Acorn Christian Healing Hubs, how everyday people have been doing this. Absolutely. And we've had some amazing stories. I mean, just within Absolutely. this last month, we heard uh, of somebody who stepped out in obedience in prayer and somebody was healed of cancer. And yeah, and that's the stuff we we hear about it in the scriptures mm. and it's still happening today. Um, so I love that you've encouraged us that, yes, we can still do that. We are allowed. Yeah. And, you know, a bit like the disciples, we're going to have our failures. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But you notice that the disciples after their failure didn't stop. Yeah, that's right. They didn't say, all right, well, that didn't work. That was clearly not God's will. <laughs> they just said, do you know what really... Sorry, there's a story yeah. in the Bible of Jesus comes down the mountain and the disciples have, have been asked to pray for this boy who's demon possessed. And the father comes to Jesus and says, I brought my son to your disciples and they couldn't heal him. Mm. OK, and, and Jesus deals with it, sorts it. And, it, and in the end, do you know, the thing that interests me, Lisa, is this. that The disciples don't then come to Jesus and say, right, clearly that wasn't the will of God. God, he clearly had a higher purpose and actually, or God doesn't heal anymore. Mm, okay. Mm. Do you know what they said to him? They said, why couldn't we do that? Yeah. And, and I love the fact that they, they didn't come out with the, all the excuses and the caveats and say, well, clearly that's not God's will. <laughs> because they knew what they'd been told. They knew what it meant and they knew what they were supposed to do. So yeah. when it didn't happen, they said, why did we do that? Mm. And actually, I love the fact that Jesus says, yeah, okay, guys, you've got to learn. This is a prayer and fasting thing. There's a <laughs> thing here. You know? mm. and, and they said, oh. And, of course, they then went on to carry on doing it. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't stop. No. And so, actually, yeah, when we come up against the stuff, I think, you know, we say, okay, Lord, help us learn. Yeah, definitely. Help us get better. Mm. Brilliant. It's been really helpful. Um, I think we should come to a close, unless there's anything you want to no, add I'm, in. No, I think I've exhausted everybody. <laughs> Wonderful. And if you haven't already caught Acorn Christian Live, there's a really lovely reflection um, that we've just gone through together. And you can use that with your healing hub or just on your own. But we look forward to catching you again soon. Thank you.